coming to you live from a high school dance at Harry Herbson High School featuring MC Haps. I suddenly feel an unquenchable lust for one Morty Smith. I really want him inside me. This is Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. I'm Travis. I am Brandon. And with us this week, we have a very special guest, Allie Gertz. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me. I, did I say that right? Is, is, did I pronounce your name right, Gertz? Rhyme, okay. Rhymes with Hertz. All right. So I've, many things do. I'm so proud of you, <laughs> Travis. And, you know, we had a few minutes to talk before we started recording, which would have been a perfect <laughs> time to have gotten that out of the way. <laughs> you know, we, we pull back the curtain here. Nothing, nothing hidden here on Interdimensional RSS. If you want to get in touch with our show, there are plenty of ways you can do that. You can hit us up on Twitter at Rick and Morty Pod on our subreddit, Rick and Morty Podcast.reddit.com, over on our website, apatheticenthusiasm.com slash Rick and Morty Podcast, or send us an email if you still do that sort of thing, uh, Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com. So, so much stuff to talk about this week, Brandon. So, uh, absolutely. I, I, I want to know is my voice sounding all right? Because this morning I was near death. Uh, you, you sound good to me. Allie, this is the first time you've heard Travis. How is he sounding? <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> not, not, not really a fan. Uh, do, you, do you remember in uh, the Interdimensional Cable sequel where they're rolling Jerry into uh, the alien hospital and he's, he's like pussing and things are coming out of his face? Yeah, that's almost as bad as I was this morning. But I've got a hot toddy. Things are good. Uh, hopefully we should get through this without any problems. So uh brandon yes. how, how are you doing out there uh I'm, I'm doing good in hawaii it's it's fantastic out here um ali how are things in los angeles uh los angeles is great everyone's super happy about uh politics and yeah. all is well <laughs> that's that's absolutely no one upset about anything going on in the real world right now <laughs> everything exactly. is well. we're all uh, super well, healthy <laughs> well, speaking of things that are going on in the real world, uh, I think it's time for our first segment, and that is semi-pertinent news. Semi-pertinent news. Hey, Ali. So, what we do? We know we know you're a talented musician, and oh, thanks. Way way more talented than than my abilities. And so, we always introduce a segment with a made-up song, usually by me, as you as you just heard. Can, I'm putting you on the spot, and I apologize. Would you be willing to make up an audio clip for semi-pertinent news? Uh, right now? Yeah, just off the cuff. Just be like, you don't have to. <laughs> uh, it's semi-pertinent news. That's uh, that's it. That's so much. Well, perfect. Nailed it. I can tell you that's so much better Ten. than everything I've done. <laughs> That'll be six hundred dollars. Ah, shoot! Dang. Again, Brandon. God, that's why we have a merch store. <laughs> T Public. Go there now. <laughs> Uh, all right, so first up on semi-pertinent news is a story that uh, actually my comic shop guy told me about uh, yesterday, uh, and apparently this is a thing that's coming up quite a bit on eBay. Do you remember eBay? Uh, I don't know if people still... Uh, apparently people still use it uh, for selling things. Every Everything I buy is on Facebook Marketplace now, but uh, yeah, people are selling pop vinyl figures on... Uh, eBay and specifically oh. the Mr. Meeseeks figures. How fantastic! Ooh. Tell us so. Tell us more, Travis. So here's the deal. Uh, recently, a Mr. Meeseeks pop vinyl was sold for ninety five thousand dollars, and the reason that it was so exclusive, Wait. so rare, 
why why travis why is this <laughs> why is this rare mr meeseeks getting uh, sold apparently out? he he has his lower dangler showing uh there there for the ladies <laughs> uh yeah i guess there's uh several mr meeseeks figures where you know when you like when you buy a plastic toy and they have that like seam around the edge and usually it's trimmed up pretty well but every so often the seam isn't isn't cut just right well uh this particular seam is in his nether regions mm. and represents uh well his members so uh these pop vinyls are going for significantly higher than a normal pop vinyl uh with one of them selling at 95 i brandon i mean you've bought some weird stuff in your yeah. life but would you ever consider spending anything like that would i uh, would i ever or have i already yeah. bid that's, that's you didn't you that wasn't you was it <laughs> yeah ah uh, i thought it was a uh, i thought it was doc manhattan from watchmen <laughs> uh no I, I, I absolutely not uh i i don't know why anybody would pay that much money for something like that Defect uh, sells <laughs> and sauce sells too apparently because the other rick and morty item that went for big money on ebay was that szechuan sauce from right after the uh premiere uh, I don't I don't remember quite how much that went for, but I would never I wouldn't I wouldn't want someone to give me a 10 year old bag of sauce, let alone pay an exorbitant amount of money uh, for, I don't know, chicken nugget dip. <laughs> I feel like um, these questions are based kind of on like reality instead of like, fuck <laughs> you money. Like if I had fuck you money, there's that like, of course, like if I were my boss, Chris Hardwick, I I would have already purchased everything there is to do with Rick and Morty, including if not especially these items you're talking about. <sighs> yeah, maybe that that's a really good point. I guess I have to consider not having any kind of income like that. That's <laughs> worthwhile of uh, spending anything yeah. in, in that context. Yeah, I mean, I would pay maybe then ninety five thousand just for just for the dong portion of that music. <laughs> You know? Now you're talking. Like just uh, like if, a Meeseeks cod piece. If you happen to find out that Chris Hardwick did in fact buy this, um, would would you do us a favor and let us know just so we can we can kind of close the loop on it? It's actually in the at midnight contract. We're not allowed to talk about what Chris buys. He buys Ooh. pretty weird stuff. That's <laughs> that makes a lot of sense actually. I'm pulling uh, my collar. The the <laughs> podcast listeners can't see it. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, our our other topic, uh, which is somewhat in line with with the uh, Meeseeks pop vinyls, is is pop vinyls and and action figures and just the merch floweth uh, right now. All sorts of Rick and Morty merch is hitting stores. You have uh, Kid Robot just came out with some new vinyl figures. Uh, if you're not familiar with Kid Robot, uh, they do a little bit nicer. It's it's a it's a higher quality. Uh, vinyl figures. Cowboy, so... baby. No, <laughs> no, 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 Brandon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, tons of tons of cool blind box toys and, and things coming out. So again, we know that season three is is going to be here soon. But uh, I guess we can we can fill our our respective spaces with tons of Rick and Morty junk as yeah. we eagerly await more episodes. Uh, Ali, do, uh, do, do, do you collect any kind of Rick and Morty stuff? No, I don't. Um, I don't think I, the only Rick and Morty thing I have is the Morty doll um, that was going around at Comic-Con. Um, but aside from that, I have no merch except for the merch that I made for my album. Uh, excellent excellent somebody somebody randomly put uh the the morty with the two seeds 
on my desk the other day at work and it's it's the biggest friggin' mystery i, I i'm <laughs> like asking around like you do you do it and they're like no we don't know who you are you work here <laughs> <laughs> that are, are they aware that you actually do a, a podcast about rick and morty or are they just just sort of sentient and like kind of <laughs> omniscient about like the fact that you're a rick and morty fan uh, they, they must, they must know about it. And I actually know, uh, some, some random guy I work with is like, Oh, Hey, uh, I looked, I liked your last episode. Like what the hell? He's my, he's well, like my case boss. closed. It was definitely that guy. Yeah, definitely that guy. Yeah. I, I hope it's not. Cause he's creepy as shit. <laughs> Sorry, Winslow. You okay. know, he listens to this, right? Oh, oh you shit. Just esta- shit. You just established that. He's so creepy. All right. Well, that's, that's, that's everything we got for uh semi-pertinent news. Now it's time to move on to. The main thing. Uh, <laughs> the main thing. That's it, it's more like a dissonant kind of abstract concept. Brandon, I, you know, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you being my co-host and doing all these podcasts with me. But mm. we re- we really need to lock down that theme music. You're uh, episode by episode. I feel like it's just you know, your heart's not in it. Scooby Doop 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 Doop. The main thing. The main thing. Featuring. Our first guest episode. Oh, Allie, thank you so much for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So, uh, Allie, we've, we've managed to allude to it here a little bit, but uh, you are a musician. You uh, have put together a Rick and Morty, uh, is, is it a concept album? Yeah. And then uh, you also uh, run a, another one podcast, two podcast. How many, how many podcasts are you, you run in these days? Um, I actually run all of them, but I host, um, (laughs) I, I host, uh, two, but one is kind of defunct. I, my first podcast was fire talk with me, which was a twin peaks podcast. And, um, yeah, we're, we are coming back. We did the first season a couple of years ago and we, next week we're releasing the, I finally watched Fire Walk With Me. I waited an entire year because that's what everyone else had to do if they were watching it in real time. Yeah. And we try to be as authentic as possible. Excellent. And uh, then we're going to come back for the new season. But my main podcast is uh, Everything's Coming Up Simpsons. <laughs> with, with, mi- with Miss Julia Prescott. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that awesome podcast. And with with an equally well i wouldn't say equally because simpsons is rick and morty has some catching up to do is all i'm saying with simpsons but that said i you know um the simpsons hasn't been strong in like like 20 years <laughs> like it's insane <laughs> like <laughs> you know if they're if they're on their 28th season right now that's like you could say that it was maybe just two years shy of like 20 years not being great um it's very weird it's my favorite show ever but it's like rick and morty so far is you know it has the perfect streak that the simpsons did yeah although it started out way stronger than the simpsons did because it had the simpsons to inspire it so i don't know rick and morty is my favorite show in addition to the simpsons it's hard for me i feel like i'm cheating would you would you say the for the first season of the simpsons was I don't know for me personally, like I think the Simpsons was still kind of like still new and still getting its feet. I know it's a Rick and Morty podcast, but uh, Simpsons, the first season was just kind of getting its feet before some of the, the much stronger episodes in like season two and three. I don't know. Would you yeah. agree with that? Or? Um, that's definitely the way that almost every Simpsons fan looks at it. You say three through eight are the golden years and two is pretty good if you like 
early Simpsons, and then season one, everyone kind of says it's finding its footing. I love season one. I think it's amazing. Um, it just is such a impressive thing that it even got better than that and became the best show of all time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. I mean, season one, we've we've maybe talked about like one episode in the podcast I do, um, because people talk about their favorite episodes. Most people are picking from uh, the golden era and then later, which is fun because I didn't watch those um, the first time they came out. I'm only just now watching them. Um, yeah, but Rick and Morty season one starts out. I mean, you are you know whether you like it or not, like immediately. Yeah. Uh, did, uh, go ahead, go ahead, Brandon. No, after you. <laughs> no, after, you go. This is why we're no, co-hosts, damn it. <laughs> uh, we, always, we always talk about how the really the pilot of Rick and Morty is is almost the shakiest episode that there is, just because they they kind of rush everything and try to try to introduce all the characters and establish this this relationship between Rick and Morty so quickly. It's that a lot of ground it, to cover. Absolutely, and and so I mean to pick up right after that and sort of just steamroll through the rest of the season um i'm always like all right let's let's get past the pilot and then and then we'll get into all the really good stuff but it's to have one episode that you have to get through is is not as big a deal as i'd say a whole season or two seasons where you're like okay yeah it's okay they're, they're kind of they're finding their way but they did lay the groundwork for for rick and morty and and so many other adult uh animated uh shows so and non-animated and you know parks and rec and tons of shows i mean they back. have a lot of the same writers yeah. yeah, Conan O'Brien, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, so we, we, we talked we talked about the, the pilot of Rick and Morty. Did you did you start watching the show off the pilot? Was that the first episode you'd seen or um I always watch every single thing in order if I can because I really like watching stuff how they're how they came out. Like it's just more fun that way. Yeah. Um even if it's like I'm watching Cheers, like I want to go back from the very beginning and Frasier very beginning. Um when I had been shown it. I was shown it by two people that were so incessant about getting me to like it that I really didn't want to like it. Yeah. And I didn't because that's how our brains work. <laughs> I wonder how that is, Brandon. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I had two people that were like, this show is the best. You have to watch it. And then we watched it and they're both looking at me, <laughs> like making sure that I'm liking it and Do of it. course like it was a horrible horrible experience laugh. um <laughs> laugh, it felt like you. Being... you just you feel so much pressure then to to enjoy it and you can't really, yeah there's no you can't relax and just enjoy it for what it is yeah also like i was very grossed out by rick like i like it, it's so funny because when i show people it i always warn them like you get used to the burping <laughs> like <laughs> it becomes something you learn to accept and then love like then it becomes it feels like an inside joke at after a certain point and it's great um but the way that i got introduced to rick and morty because i i even had a diary at the time i tried keeping one for like a month and i was like fuck this and um <laughs> and it, one of and my it was only... a month diary like you only wrote it once <laughs> <Exactly>. a month <laughs> <laughs> one of my only entries was just like really being bitter and annoyed at these two friends for um showing me this show <laughs> and um like, I really went into it just like, why did they think I would like this? Like, and I just got really mad. It was very funny and childish. <laughs> but later, um, at the premiere party for season two, um, Alex Hirsch, who I'm a friend with, um, who's the creator of Gravity Falls, um, told me about their 
being this party. And I was like, I like parties. Um, <laughs> and uh, basically, my friend and I like kind of snuck into it. And, you know, most of the cast was there. Justin, uh, Royland, and Dan Harmon were there. And there was an open bar there. And it was very fun. Everyone was very, 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 very drunk. Um, like, I fell down uh, and cried at it at one point. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> and, it's uh, not a party until somebody falls that's down. That's how you know you're doing it right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and I watched the season two premiere before it came out. And I was blown away and I was like, I, I have to go and watch the show. And so I watched all of it. And um, once they played the Chaos Chaos song, mm-hmm. um, I was like, oh, my God, I have to write a song about this show. Like, it's so good. And uh, then I just started watching it with the songwriter brain instead, which is really fun because, like, you're looking for every little tiny detail that that could tell a story. And it made viewing kind of even more fun, I feel like. If you're already a very, like, serious viewer of something, you relate to this. But, you know, that's that's a show that's not, like, backgrounds. Like, Futurama, you could have in the background. Um, uh, but, like, this show is, like, so much more, like, there's so many more jokes per second that yeah. you wouldn't want oh, to miss yeah. any of it. Oh, yeah. And there's so much more heart. I mean, like, you know, obviously, Futurama has, like, really sad episodes, like Jurassic Bark. But, yeah, yeah. like, you know. Manipulative to a certain extent, I'd say, with, like, Luck <laughs> of the Fryerish as well, but. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just got so into it and then it became my favorite thing. And I was just going to write one song and it was going to be um, like my other songs uh, before the Rick and Morty album. I had my first album called Cosby Sweater, rest in peace uh, oh. for good reason. And um, <laughs> that's all acoustic and it's all kind of like odes to like different pop culture, like Ren and Stimpy and Arrested Development and The Simpsons. And um once I heard like that chaos chaos song, I was like, I have to do an, elect- an electro pop ode. Like I have to write something that sounds like it would live on the show. And I just liked it so much. And I was like, I have to write at least five more of these. Cause like <laughs> this, it deserves it. It was like this, I want to make a whole thing, um, just to show how much I love this show. And it made me actually get really back into songwriting. Cause until that point, like I was kind of very bored with what I was doing. Um, I thought it was kind of lame to write songs about cartoons instead of feelings. I was like, Oh, I'm just such a, like, why can't I just be real Amy man instead of Amy man who loves cartoons, um, and isn't as good. So I was just kind of like, you know, I'm just going to stop. And then I saw it and it truly like was the most inspiring show. And it, it made a lot of my writer friends who were feeling weird, want to get back into writing. And, yeah. and for me, it made me want to get back into music and it made me teach myself how to do, I mean, if you listen to the album, it's all electropop. Um, I programmed every single instrument um, except for um, MC Frontalot does a verse, yeah. and my friend Sebastian Bach, that is his real name, um, S.A. Bach, um, he helped me arrange the song that has the rap in it because it was, like, such a complex song. That's the Mr. Meeseek song, by the way. Yeah. Um, okay. Because yeah. it's a very insane um the the Seeks are so crazy and that episode is so all over the place that I really wanted to do that via song and I needed as much help as I could get. But <laughs> it made me teach myself how to play keyboard and learn how to do the drums and like all the little things for it.
thing just about music writing songs and then you get to a point where you're like i've done this before i'm just repeating myself and as a as a songwriter not that i claim to be that great a songwriter but when i'm writing something or i'm making more music if i'm doing the same thing that i did the last song then i'm not doing doing it right and so that's that's it's awesome that you that you learned all to to program all the sounds and get into the drums and and and, uh arranging it's it's impressive and it's all because of rick and morty all because of you rick (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and i think it's i think it's worth noting that uh music has played such a big part throughout both first seasons of the show and with with entire episodes really you know you have like the the get swifty song and and uh you know there's rick dance and all kinds of different things but like they they're not they're not shy in the show about putting some music in there and sort of you know, exploring different types of music and, and, and doing things with that. Yeah. So it, it, it makes total sense to me why, why you'd be inspired to uh, continue to make more music and, uh, based on the show. And, and, you, and yeah. you, you released the album in, in December of 2015, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. It was, and it's, I think that was before, was that before the second season was complete? Yes. Okay. So like, like you were already, you're already in the middle of writing these songs for the show uh, even before, like get maybe get Swifty and and uh, some of these like Little Rick type songs were a, a thing yet, right? Well, get Swifty was in like that. I was writing a song. I was writing the song about Rick, and then get Swifty came out, and then it was like, oh well, that's the hook. I mean, like that's what the song has to be. Like, what else could it be? songs are based more on the first season but um they're definitely bits and pieces that um kind of snuck their way into it um i did a bad job planning like when i would put it out because like the rick and morty fandom like wasn't really um like i i released it not to match like anything like i should have matched it with like the next premiere or the finale um but i just wanted to take my time making it um just because like you know when you when you rush things you end up kind of being like oh i just wish i had done this a little bit better um but i have to write more per my kickstarter agreement um so when the new one comes out um i'll have to release at least one more Awesome. Yeah. awesome. Nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we know about the releasing things, not with the premiere. Cause that's <laughs> we, like, we started this because we're like, let's just, let's look, it, it'll probably start up next month. It'll probably start in February. <laughs> so let's just, let's just release an episode and we'll work our way up to, up to it. And we'll totally. see how and that, we see how that worked out. <laughs> we, we, luckily we got at least one episode in the first couple months. So we've been, uh, riding the coattails of the season three premiere pretty hard. Uh, but we're, we're all excited for uh, the rest of season three to come out. Uh, Allie, do you have uh, particular episodes that, that you're particularly fond of or 
anything that uh, maybe a character that you most relate to things like that with the show yeah definitely i mean the the episode that made me write the album is when rick almost kills himself and that chaos chaos song plays like it it's really the most beautiful and like like shocking moment of TV for me. And I know that there are so many more shocking moments, like especially like Lost is my favorite non cartoon. Oh, um, you you're speaking Travis's language now. <laughs> um, Don't tell him what he can't do. Oh, that's great. Uh, I'm being shown a figurine that's very cool. My cat is named Faraday. Um, after, <laughs> yeah. And I have a bunch of Lost merch throughout my house. I have more Lost things than I do of anything else. Um, I was with some friends, uh, my friend Casey Boyd, who really was who was responsible for getting me to really love it and also kind of support me writing it. He's a, he's he writes songs with me as well. Um, we were watching it together and we were drinking a little bit. So when that happened, we were just like, wait, what? And like we had to like rewind it and be like, what just happened? And it was so crazy. And I don't know if you remember or know that like a lot of people didn't think that's what happened. Like a lot of people didn't think that he was trying to kill himself and gave all these other theories. And I just couldn't disagree more. Like he was trying to kill himself. It made me really, I don't know if you guys are those people. Do you remember thinking that that's what was happening? Or did you think it was something else? I thought it was very clear that he was trying to kill himself. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like wubba lubba dub dub. Like, uh, it means I'm in great pain. Like, like mm-hmm. there's all these hints that say he's not happy with his existence. And Tiny Rick episode is another example. Like, I love that. Uh, yeah, of course. Like, I, I don't know. To me, it, it's obvious. But yeah, I, I think it's just one of those things where people either don't relate at all to the thought of being that sad, or maybe they relate too hard and they just don't want to admit it. But I saw it, and it was just like so, so impressive and so dark, and it's just such a fun and sad episode i mean um it it captures humanity and nihilism and all these different things in like the most beautiful way while still being the funniest show on tv right now like i don't know how they do it it's just so impressive um which made writing the songs hard because like i wanted the songs to be catchy and to be fun and to be something that you could like get stuck in your head yeah but also have emotion and be referential without being a list song um which is why like i kind of thought it'd be fun to sample like lines from the show so like stephen colbert does the voice of um uh bird person and um you know i i have him talking in my um my first song dance bitch which is the kind of rick song and i have a music video that i made um and it was directed by paul cummings and um we built the set of the the Sanchez living room. And um, we I, that was another thing where it's just kind of like, if we put this out a little bit later when there were a little bit more fans that were like watching, I think they would have really been like, what? That's crazy. But a lot of people that I knew still didn't really hop on the, the Rick and Morty train yet. Yeah. But we built everything from uh, scratch. And uh, it was really fun to just kind of go in and visually choose with Paul, like what things we wanted to do. And um, the first song is all about like, you know, life is meaningless. Like there's no point to any of this. Everybody's in pain. Um, but let's let's dance like let's party because, you know, we're all going to die. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> at right. the time that I wrote it and at the time I was watching Rick and Morty, I couldn't have agreed more with Rick's point of view, despite maybe having more of a Morty um, disposition 
throughout the rest of my life, like leading up to and then after, like during that time, like I really couldn't have related more to Rick. And Justin Roiland is, from what I have witnessed and seen and um, experienced and read, um, is so much of just both of those characters, and in addition to being the voices of both of them, obviously. Like, the two of them together are so clearly one person, and I think that's what makes them both very relatable and, like, why you hate one for doing the wrong thing, um, because it's, like, self-hatred. Like, this show makes me, like have so many more emotions than any other show. And it's, yeah. it's really just back to the future in space. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like I don't, it's so impressive. You, you, you hit up uh, kind of a, a point that I wanted to bring up. Do you think as the, as the show's going on that, that Morty is finding himself to relate more with Rick or, or do you think he's, he's, you, you, Justin Roiland clearly is that, that both those characters, do you think there's, maybe this is getting too deep metaphorical, but you think Morty is trying not to go to Rick too Rickish? Well, I mean, um, I don't remember, um, like what the episode is, but there's like an episode where, um, like Morty, like is very much like Rick. Like, you know, when he's got the, like the robot, like that he's wearing. On the bird plane. That? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> he's very, I mean, it's scary. It's scary for that reason. Like when you see, someone who's innocent become the opposite like there's really nothing more like sad and scary because we kind of as a people view it as like you know you can only go one way you can never go back to being innocent and i wouldn't be surprised at all given um the way the show has gone so far if that is what happens to morty like and i i think that rick would see that and try it would wake something up in him that would make him want to prolong his innocence even though maybe what led to it was trying to get him to be a worse person um because i think rick is an intrinsically very good person who does very bad things um and uh i'm just very very curious to see what happens and i'm really hoping we see more about like rick's love life this time there's a lot of fan fiction and (laughs) you know that's what i want to know more than anything like i really just want to see like who made rick rick you know like what made him become rick you know i'm very curious even just that little hint the taste that we got in the season three premiere where even if it was a complete fabrication but getting to see beth's mom i think it's diane right and uh and just see sort of a little bit of that relationship before rick went full rick uh it's it's very it's very interesting to see kind of where those roots are and, and and where things kind of went in a different direction so uh yeah absolutely i'd I'd love to see some more of that as well which which begs the question what do you think ali do you think there's any speck of truth within that within that season three premiere um i don't know because most people are saying it's not canon um i have also heard that people are saying that um you're talking about the april fools episode yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um a lot of people are saying that some people are guessing that that's the finale <laughs> um, of season three, uh, which would make me furious, and I don't believe it's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just don't know. Um, when that came out, I was at my friend's wedding, and I was checking Twitter, and I saw that it was out, and then like I was watching it at the wedding, <laughs> and I was just like, I have to put this down. <laughs> like I can't be this person. It's thirty minutes. Like you know. Um, was it during the ceremony or the reception? Because yeah, it matters. You know, it was. It was. It matters. 
<laughs> so uh, they're lovely people, by the way. Um, the 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 ceremony had ended, but there was this portion of it where everyone was to do a kind of scavenger hunt puzzle type thing because both of the people are very into those types of activities. Like like um, like lock 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 in rooms or. Yeah, it was a wedding escape room. That's kind of. I mean, basically uh, what happened, it was uh, Angela Weber from the Double Clicks, who's amazing, whose music uh, you guys should all check out. Um, but she loves, they both just love these puzzles and stuff. And basically, as soon as the ceremony ended, there was this video saying like, hey, guys, we lost our rings. Um, we are really embarrassed and don't want to come back in until you guys can maybe help us find it. And then it was just all of these cl- clues and like there was a Rubik's Cube and putting things in order and like turning over paintings. And I oh, sat goodness. it out. And you're like, and I've got to watch. That said, I did feel like I should probably be here for the moment. We did fly all the way out to Portland. Um, but that's how much I love my friend Angela, that I would not watch the premiere the, the second it came out. Um, I did tweet about it and let a lot of people know. Um, but, yeah, I uh, I need to watch it again because I feel like I missed a, I missed a lot when I did get to finally watch it. Yeah. Um, just because watch, I've watched the first two seasons many times because yeah. like, there are a lot of things you miss. Because it all goes so fast, and there's just so many jokes. Yeah, I think I think I watched that season three premiere, the April Fool's episode, just on a loop because they were streaming it on a loop. And right. you know, we we ended up recording an episode of this uh, that night. But it was every every time, every iteration, it was you picked up on different things. And I think that's one of the things that's great about the show in general is, uh, yeah, you have the the burping Rick and you know the uh, the juvenile humor, but there's also so much uh, intellectual humor and 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 bigger concepts throughout the show that uh you can you can watch it through a different lens every time and uh so yeah definitely yeah worth a rewatch brandon yeah what, what any anything anything else you want to ask ali i know she's she's got a lot of things i don't want to keep her from chris hardwick uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh i i know uh you, i know you said that you're obligated to write another album uh how how's that how's that come along are, are you, you you're in the process of I, writing it? No, I haven't started. I had one song um, that I started the second I watched the season two finale because um, I just loved it, and it was so good. And um, I really liked the tone of it. I felt like it worked perfectly for what was coming right off of that. Mm-hmm. But I felt like if I wasn't able to get it out very immediately that it wouldn't translate. So that was something that I started but didn't finish for the album. Yeah. Um, the next two songs are going to be about the most, uh, you know, season three. Yeah. So I'll have to watch and figure it out. Gotcha. Um, one joke that I was going to do on the album was because each of the songs on my album is about a different character. Yeah. And um, I was going to have um, one that was just the sound of us all playing uh board games uh because of any on the alternate universe that's what uh, the daughter's uh life would have been <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but we couldn't find a yahtzee bo- yahtzee board or any even scrap scrabble or anything um so we i abandoned that idea but i thought that'd be a funny little like easter egg kind of this is her song <laughs> yeah <laughs> are, are you um are you going to stick with the 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 concept the dance album-esque uh, electro pop or i think so but it depends i mean um 
the only, so I wrote them on keyboard and it's different for me at least to write on keyboard than it is on guitar. Like, cause I know much more chords on piano than I do guitar. Yeah. Guitar is actually not my best instrument. Um, it's just the easiest to take around cause you don't have to have electricity and what have you. Um, but you know, if I watch it and then it seems like something that it would work for like more of a folk sound, then I would love to do that. But my guess is it will still have more of a chaos, chaos type vibe. Um, and they're so good. I could not love them more. Um, I forget what their old band name used was it, to be. Was it Smosh? Was that? Yes, it was Smosh. Yeah. And then there was the YouTube stuff that made it um, hard to do. But they, yeah. They were on Yo Gabba Gabba. That's, That's awesome. <laughs> they're so cool. Um, but yeah, uh, also like Mazzy Star and bands like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll have to see how it how it feels. Um, I also have to make one more music video, um, which will be for the um, the Mister Poopy Butthole song from my album. Um, it it's we're right now we're trying to lock down a location for a hospital that we could shoot in because we we're we're wanting to make it as real as possible. Um, but we'll see. That'll probably be in the next couple months. Um, do we know when season three is coming out yet? Summer. <laughs> that's 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 the that's the most definitive thing that uh, Adult Swim has put out is Got that to. we're gonna get the rest the rest of the show summer. So yeah, we're we're waited with baited we're waiting with bated breath and uh, uh, but no 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 definitive date as of yet. And scrounging for show ideas till then. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, Allie, thank you so much for coming on the show. What is what is a good place that if people want to check out the album or see more from you, where they can go and uh, and check out your stuff? Um, you can get the album on Spotify and iTunes and Bandcamp. Um, if you type in Rick and Morty concept album, I'm pretty sure I'm what you'll find. Um, but otherwise, AllieGertz at gmail.com and Twitter and all that good stuff. Um and then should you want to listen to the podcast, uh, we're on Feral Audio, and we talk to our favorite Simpsons writers and, and comedy writers about what their favorite episode of The Simpsons is. Excellent, excellent. Uh, all right, Brandon. Well, uh, Allie, thank you again so much. It's, of it's, course. If you want to stick around, we're, it's time for us to get into our, our third section of the show. It's time for listener suggestions and short outs. That's right, Travis. I'll stick around. <laughs> yes. All right. Woo! Uh, Rick essay. That's stupid. It doesn't even rhyme. It doesn't rhyme with you. Okay. Uh, uh, First up, we have Arian one one fifteen. That's like not like it's it's A R E O N. It's off to a bad start. I should probably go. um, So they say white is right. No, that's not what they said. They said. Aran 115 told us the show is fantastic, which is just fucking fantastic. We appreciate you. Uh, Yeah, we also have... Sorry. (laughs) My computer is uh, reading my tweets out loud. Sorry. (laughs) All right. Your computer does that? My my phone does. The iPhone 7, if you press the wrong button, it will um, speak, and it's at an unlistenable pace. Um, (laughs) And right now I'm having to promo our... um, Star Wars panel that we did for the episode that comes out uh, whatever night that we recorded this. I don't know what time you guys will put it out. Yeah, by the way, happy Star Wars Day to everyone. Yeah. We are recording this on May 4th, so may the 4th be with you. 
and I like I like how we've created a holiday just out of what sounds like a speech impediment. <laughs> like may the fourth be with you. Uh, you have a slight list, but that's fine. Uh, all of my kids wore Star Wars shirts today. I was a proud dad. I was pretty happy about that. Ah. Uh, uh, all right. So far, why did you pick the most un <laughs> unreadable names, Brandon? Uh, this is Far Hipov. Fark uh, High POV. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. That too. Uh, they gave us some good feedback about our commentary episode last week uh, and maybe doing a traditional recap. Uh, if you missed last week's episode, we reviewed the uh, series premiere, but we did it in sort of a uh, DVD commentary format. We actually got a lot of great feedback over on our subreddit about that. Uh, so thank you to everybody who shared your opinions. Uh, many of you liked it. Some so of weird. you did not, but... Oh. Uh, we, we appreciate everybody's feedback and we will take that into consideration as we, hey, we work on future episodes. Ali, have you, for the Simpsons pod, have you guys done like a, like a live showing slash commentary of it? Oh, you mean like actually like speaking while like yeah. doing commentary? Yeah. No. Yeah. That's a, how does that go over? It's, it's, we did it last week for the pilot episode and I can tell you, we've never done it up until last week. And it was really weird because we're like trying to focus on the episode, but also talk to each other. And then, and then like things would come up and then we'd feel, feel rushed. We're like, no, 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 stop talking, Travis. I want to talk about these, these trees that look like penises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you know, um, when, when the Simpsons uh, DVDs came out, I obviously watched them with the commentary and I, I love watching stuff with the commentary, but even in those, like you kind of learn pretty quickly, like everyone one wants to just dick around and talk to each other, but two people also want to watch the episode while they're supposed to be talking about it. So right. it's always really funny because there will always be like little moments of silence where people are just watching where they could have been talking. Um, so I feel like that's what would happen with us because I mean, unless we already watched it like twice before we go on, yeah. um, which, you know, that's not bad homework. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, well maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do an episode that everyone kind of knows by heart. Um, that way it's a little easier. That's a good idea. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, you're welcome. It, it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> uh, big thank you to Johnny two thumbs. He's, he's, uh, reached out to us. He's got some awesome artwork over on Instagram. Uh, there's a really cool, uh, it's like Morty's son, the Gazorpazorp, uh, kid, uh, fighting the eye hole man. Uh, great mashup there. Uh, so really cool Rick and Morty artwork over there. Thanks to Johnny two thumbs and, uh, Wait, Haley we McNulty. The, I'm I'm proud to say that I've never in my life had somebody refer to them as a fangirl for for me. Even my even my wife, she's like like whatever. I'm done with you. Uh, she's a fan woman. Yes. <laughs> um. And and that's that's debatable as well if you ask her. Uh. But yeah, Haley McNulty, thank you so much for for reaching out to us. And and trust us when we say if you send us an email, we'll respond. Um. Because we we love interacting. Yeah. So uh, thanks again to everybody who has been supporting the show, everyone that has uh, reached out and has supported uh, the subreddit. And if you've had over, if you head over to T Public, we have our first uh, merch shirt. Uh, the interdimensional RSS T-shirt is available over there. You can get a link to our store uh, over in the show notes. And of course, as we ask every week, if you're enjoying the show, if you if you like it please tell a friend or head over to itunes and leave a review it'll definitely help the show out it's uh it's we we, we just thank you so much 
Absolutely. And and again, go out there, uh, check out the Simpsons pod. Go check out Sad Dance Songs. Uh, <laughs> and also, uh, Everything is Coming Up Simpsons also has a Public uh, site. So, you know, we're not so, just supporting us. You're supporting the amazing Julia Prescott and Allie Gert. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, um, this was super fun. Thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on the show. And uh, until next week, I'm Travis. I'm Brandon. And that's thanks. Allie. <laughs> and I'm Allie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Bye.